not going to speak for about a minute, eh? so I'm going to say, Hey, Jibberish, lah. Like, dingle dongle, dingle dangle, yikity too, yikity ta, yippee tappy too ta. This episode will contain spoilers. If you haven't watched the newest episode of Doctor Who, don't watch it. Listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, stop laughing, Lily. Welcome back to A Very Ood Family. Today we are going to be reviewing the final episode of the 60th anniversary, The Giggle. Yay! <laughs> Everyone now go crazy! I liked that musical thing that it was like a music note for the. Hmm. Yeah. I was like, I was waiting for Mum to say something, but she kind of just sat there. Yeah, with the. I thought while Wait. she was doing like while Donna was drawing the lines, Mum was gonna be like, "Oh my gosh, it's music." Nah. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. The car in front is stressing me out. Just for context, we're driving to LA at the moment, and we're in a bit of a traffic jam. And like Sarah is freaking out like every ten seconds because she thinks I'm gonna crash. I'm sorry. I trust your driving. I yeah, don't clearly. trust the Nevada number plate person in front, who doesn't seem to brake consistently or at all. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so thoughts on the episode. What did everybody think? Fantastic. Sorry, I had to say that. Fantastic. <laughs> okay, with one word, describe it. Lily, fantastic. Mum. Amazing. Dad. Epic. Mine was bonkers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was completely bonkers. I loved it. <gasps> no, my can I change my words? Yes. Legendary. Yeah! <laughs> I'm so bummed he didn't say it in the German accent. Oh, no. nah, it would have been too token to do it. But like, no, it would have been too token than him lip syncing to Spice Girls. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, it would be funny. Like immediately after David Tennant, like, and Gart were. By generated or whatever it was, he just yeah. goes. That was legendary. legendary. <laughs> one of the doctors. What, one of the doctors. Yeah, one of the Legendary. No, I think for me overall, like there was just performance after performance after performance in this was yeah. legendary. Like every single actor in that was just incredible. Like, you know, both the doctors, Neil Patrick Harris was just incredible. Was we, we knew he was going to be good, but Look just really great. Um, you know, Kate Lethbridge Stewart was awesome. Yeah, like everyone in yeah. it, like all the performances were just incredible. Like there was nothing about the performancing or whatever that you could complain yeah. about. It was all like, really good. Like even like the characters, like the Charlie person who bought the Stooky Builder. Yeah, yeah. Like, he was perfect. 
Yeah. yeah it was all the, the casting in that was just spot on. Really, really good. Amazing. Yeah, yeah it was good. That, we don't have anything else to say. Okay. I'm writing Thanks for joining us this week. <laughs> I'm writing a list of things, so we've got things to talk about. Okay, okay. good oh, idea. Like, good wait, idea. What? So we're opening the envelopes as they do on the <laughs> Yeah, we are, except it's Lily's note app on okay. her phone. Okay. Something. Okay. This is what I have wait. so far. No, just, no, just read one at a time. Just no, interject wait, one. Wait, yeah. first, yeah. this is one of the things on Lily, but I just want to say, what did we think of the regeneration? I loved it. I loved it. I'm okay with it. I, I thought it was cool. <laughs> no, I enjoyed, I, I thought it was very cool, and I'm okay with it. They're two separate statements. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I agree with that. I, I liked it from the perspective of it was cool, it was something different, um, and it was well written. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I thought the way they did it was really good, and I thought Shooty, as he came out, he's like, I'm me, I'm completely <laughs> <that> me. <laughs> no, it's not allowed. Um, saying, you know, I'm me, I'm completely me. I thought that was yeah. significant. Yeah. Um, I don't like that they did it. Okay. That's my okay. views. I, I don't like. Why don't you like that they did it? Um, because I actually think it waters down the character of the Doctor now. I really do. Like, even though they've gone and said, I'm me, I'm completely me, you know, I, I actually don't like the idea because, and we'll get to this with the bi-generation later, but, you know, with um, Russell T. Davies saying that his theory is that that then caused a bi-generation down the Doctor's timeline, I actually don't like the idea that all the Doctors are still running around. That's one thing I love about the Doctor is that when the Time Lord regenerates... You know, that old person essentially dies and the new person takes over, but the new person still has all of the memory of, of yeah. the old. That's one of the things I love about the Doctor and the, and the regeneration. The thought now that every iteration of the Doctor is still running around, even in mm. if we go into a multiverse theory where they're all in their own separate timeline or whatever now, I, I just don't like that idea. Yeah, I. That's fine. I, yeah, Mum had that, uh, uh, said that theory. Like, what did he say that? Okay, like... so we were watching the um, episode the, with commentary. Yeah, the yeah. episode with commentary. Um, and Russell T Davis says that his theory—it's not written in canon yet—but his theory okay. is that um, the bio generation rippled back through time and created a second Doctor at every point, and that Doctor is, the old Doctor is then living on at every regeneration. So my understanding was that the bi-generation rippled back through time and, in essence, created a second timeline for the Doctor to live on with mm. a second TARDIS and a second thing, and he ages and he does all of that. So it's a bit like Back to the Future with, like, there was this one linear timeline and then um, then Marty went back and created a secondary timeline. So it's a bit like that. So it's a bit like yeah. a timeline branch. So in your timeline, in your theory then... Incoming! In your theory, then, is this alternate timeline, does the Doctor then only have one life to live? 
I think so. Yeah. See, I would be actually okay with that. Yeah. If, okay if they that. only have that, one, like, look, like like David Tennant's the the Metacrisis Doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would be okay if they, I, I would be okay with that if they just had one life to live. They age, they got old, and then they die. Yeah. I, I kind of would think, be okay because that I, gives a chance for the doctor to play out a happy ending. Yeah, yeah. And I think, and that's, that was my understanding. And I understood what Russell T. Davis was saying different from what you did, honey. Like, like you guys were watching it and you were, didn't, you didn't get the same thing from it that I did. Um, so, yeah, I think that I think that was a very off-the-cuff comment in the commentary episode um, that maybe is just something that he's kind of thought through and he said one sentence and it kind of like has... But they revisited it later in the episode. They did, in the, in the yeah. They yeah. talked in more detail about it the yeah. same time. And I still felt that that's what he was saying, that the by, regener- the by generation rippled back through time, took every regeneration and created a second doctor. Yeah. So he woke up. So the yeah. old doctor then woke up and went, oh, there's my TARDIS and he's there and he's off and he's ageing and he's... And that's his timeline, while the regeneration doctor took the companions, his TARDIS, and off he shot. Yeah. Like, my way of interpreting that is, like, it's similar to Flashpoint in the Flash where Barry went back in time, saved his mum, and it, like, yeah, created a timeline. He created a, a second timeline. timeline. Yeah. yeah, that's like, right. Like that and Loki with... Uh, so it's more like yeah so it's yeah that's right so it's more like than parallel timelines than it is like a stack of doctors all doubling all traveling around the world yeah like they're gonna get into a lot of trouble if they do that right like yeah that will end up in the world going every doctor by generated and they're all living in our universe in our timeline in a Mm. linear way yeah. Like that's going to create a lot of hassles. But um, one thing which Lils, you said is that like it explains. It, if your theory is right, it doesn't explain the curator because that's a separate timeline. No, but there must be a but, way for timelines but, to but, cross over. But like... it explains it explains the curator and wasn't there something with like Peter Davidson in the old episode? Yeah, in yeah. Time Crash. In yeah. Time Crash. And then there's all the old, old um ones and then there's all the multi-doctor episodes in the anniversaries like it explains those without causing a paradox it also explains how the doctors all aged in Jodie Whittaker's telephone line but Lily um I think wait what telephone line thing in Jodie Whittaker's, was that the last episode? Yeah, the one where it? she goes and talks to the, yeah, oh, the, the guardians, guardians of the Edge. Guardians of the Edge, that, yeah. I, I thought that was explained because they lived on, like, because that's kind of like her mind space. Mm. They grow old in that space because they're still there. That's how I saw it. Yeah. I'm choosing to ignore what Russell said because it's a theory. It's not canon. What we yeah. know is that, the regeneration was a bi-generation, meaning that he regenerated into Shooty and that version of him split off. I think this David Tennant can't regenerate anymore. I think that's it. And yeah, Shooty I carries on the regenerations that. with him. That car's trying to merge, Dad. Yeah. 
I think this goes into one lane and we need to be one lane over. I know. Okay. I'm working on that. Okay, cool. Um. Anyway, so I'm I'm choosing to leave what Russell said until it's yeah until it's, it's written confirmed in or written in. But also, if it'll be written in, it will be explained. Well. Yeah, that's right. So and they will really cover. Matter. They will cover. It's not something where they will leave gaps. No, I don't think. No, and no. and and Russell, like in the commentary, Russell clearly stated this is my theory. You know, so he hasn't. And but it's interesting because I think a lot of people will pick up on this because he's the showrunner. A lot of people will pick up and go, "Well, that's canon now." You know, yeah, and that's why I said I think um, it was an off-the-cuff comment at the start, just one sentence that he kind of slotted in there. Yeah, because he said... And I think that it's actually going to ripple through yeah, people's conversations. Yeah, because his, word, his wording was, you know, my theory is I like to think that yeah, this that's happened. Right. Yeah. That's, how he, that's how he started it. But then when they revisited it later in the, in the commentary episode, they talked more detail about it. So I think I said to you last night that I kind of feel like it's not yeah. canon yet. But it's he, just something he's, he's gonna, working through. He's going to see what public opinion is about this, and if he gets a pretty positive response to it, I think you'll find it'll be written into canon at some yeah. point. But, yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay, next topic. I was going to say, to move on from that, considering we haven't talked about the episode at <laughs> all, aside from the I, regeneration. I'm just yeah, going to yeah. ask a question. What do you mean it doesn't explain how, uh, like, the anniversaries without causing a paradox? If, my yeah, if, my theory. If Mum's theory is that the bi-generation went back through time, and instead of it's like an aberration, and it's like Loki, where it creates a separate branch where that new Doctor is, that actually doesn't explain the sixtieth being multiple. Fiftieth. Oh, sorry, fiftieth. So in the fiftieth, you curator. got the. No, not the curator. And I'm talking specifically about like Matt Smith and David Tennant. Oh, yeah. and the other one. Yeah. Those ones Lord would be the, uh... main timeline doctors yes. that were supposed to intersect and that's why it didn't cause a paradox. That's what it is if the multiple timeline thing would be true. Yeah. But that doesn't explain the curator because that's not a separate timeline. Well, we already well, we already know that parallel universes, <laughs> like people from one parallel universe can get to another what if the same thing is with parallel timelines? The curator yeah. got into the main no, timeline. No, I'm. I, if this happens. is a theory. I, do. I know. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like but I get three, it. The three doctors being together was already explained because that was the moment pulling them out of their time streams and pulling them together. Yeah, yeah so and that's that the was same already explained. Yeah, it's yeah, the same yeah, thing right. with like the tenth anniversary. I'm pretty sure with the third and. Yeah, okay. yeah I know. We need to move on to a new topic. As I, I was know. saying, what did we feel about the toy maker? Loved him. Loved him. Mm-hmm. Mainly, mainly because like. No, was it Neil. just because it was Neil Patrick Harris? Well, no, or... I, I really liked the character. I mean, I haven't seen the old Who where the toy maker was in yeah. there. I mm-hmm. haven't seen that. Um, so the toy maker himself was a new villain for me, um, but loved it. Like I love the fact that he operates like almost outside of the laws of physics. Yeah, so almost yeah. in the sense of a god, yeah. like a, a a mythological god in that he yeah. he creates, he operates outside of the laws of earthbound, you know, physics and logic. But I like um, that it was laws bound, he was bound to. That's right. He is bound by his own set of rules or laws, which is the rules of a game, um which I thought was a really great spin on stuff and yeah, yeah loved it. Loved the oh, yeah. loved the creepy the creepiness of his playfulness. You know, mm. like 
turning like the way he like killed the soldiers he like touched them and they turned into balls or you know like <laughs> i kind of liked that because it was fun and playful but at the same time it was actually really creepy um yeah and i won't say scary but you know that sort of vibe i so, yeah. yeah i did think a couple of times that episode was much more scary than yeah. Uh, yeah. wild blue yonder definitely it was so much more scary. I was and saying, with the dolls, it. the marionettes. I was so saying while they were like oh, running oh, through the hallways, like trying to try out the different doors and talking to the little babies, the babbies. Babbies. I was like, this is right up my alley. Like, yeah. This is the kind yeah. of stuff that I watch for fun. I was <laughs> when um when the Stooky mum, whatever her name Stooky was, Sue. Stooky yeah. Sue came out. I was like, oh, it's Annabelle. Like, <laughs> I was like, it's very like much. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is very much the kind of stuff that. I like yeah. to watch, so... Yeah. Mum and I did think that it was very reminiscent of the Gold Complex with yeah. the rooms. Yeah, definitely. And I've noticed um, a couple of people on Adam Richard Has a Theories um, site have commented the similarities between um, between God Complex as yeah. well. Yeah. I've been holding on to this thought. Of... I've been holding on to this thought for a, for a while, knowing that I wanted to say it when we recorded that was one thing that I sorry I know we're meant to be talking about the toy maker. It's fine. It's fine. Um, one thing that annoyed me about the episode is that I actually could pick about seven other episodes within that, yep. and I was like, like we've done this. Like what episodes? Um. So yeah, the God Complex. Um. I thought the puppets and the marionettes. And the doors were reminiscent of that episode with Rory and Amy and the peg dolls. I was going to say, yeah. as soon as we saw the guy like, turning into the puppet, I was like, oh, we're doing peg dolls now. We're doing peg dolls now, yeah. Which I love, by the way. I don't yeah, know how like, more and, people don't talk about that episode. It's yeah, brilliant. It's actually yeah. quite good. Um, I thought the... The tune was very much like being embedded in everybody was the same as the duh, 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 duh. sound of the drum. Sound of the drum. Yeah. And the song for River Song from the Peg Dolls as well. Yeah, yeah. Where River yeah. kills the doctor. Yep, that's right. <laughs> um, and there was a few others. Um, I said the fight on the, I'm going to call it the Avengers Tower, yes. even though it's not Avengers. That felt, yeah, that, felt, that was just yeah. like the cigarette. With the ball as well. I was uh, like, he's using the Satsuma. Uh, um, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, the golden tooth being reminiscent of the person picking up the ring. The ring. Yeah. Just to yeah. divert exactly. slightly back to Toymaker, was I the only one who noticed how many teeth he had? No, I I rewatched the episode like like the because when he shows the doctor his golden he tooth, like, he has like twenty really small teeth on the top row. And yeah, like, it's like tripled. It's really weird. Sorry, back yeah. to what you were saying. Um, yeah. So the cigarettes <laughs> thing, cool I thought that was very much like that. I was also a little bit annoyed. Like, I love the episode. I don't want to like you know be too critical, but. You know, there was lots of episodes where I was like, this is kind of being done. Also, the, you know, the first um, TV thing with the puppet, that was the yeah. same as the first. The wire. Um, the Are You My Mummy the phone uh, call, the first phone yeah. call. I was like, come on, like, I feel like you've just taken the best of all my favourite episodes. Well, I was actually... Like, because I actually love all of those episodes that it reminded me of, and you've just put them in one big thing and but made it super chaotic. I was actually thinking about this, because we've listened to two or three other podcasts and recorded our own stuff, 
And every episode that he's done so far, someone has said, oh, it was like this episode. Yeah, yeah. And I'm worried, I'm worried that he's going to be unintentionally recycling things, which could be fine. But also, if we have three seasons of that, it's just three seasons of stuff we've already seen. No, I don't think it will. I think... Um... I think it'll. Oh, sorry. I think there has been some intentionality around that, and he did say that in some of the commentary. You know, yeah. that uh, thing that he'd done, and there was some unintentionals in there. So when he said that, um, you know, how the toy maker's house like collapsed and then folded up into the box. Yeah, he yeah. accidentally did what he did to Dan's house. Yeah, but he didn't do oh, that. Not what he did. Yeah, Chibnall, Chibnall wrote that, and so he said that um, because that was written before Chibnall's episode came out. Yeah. Because Russell said when he watched that episode, that <laughs> oh, what damn, happened, he's like, oh, that happened, you know, that happened there. So I think there was some unintentionals there, but I think there was some intentional stuff there because I think um, what they've said with Shooty's new Doctor is it's it's a reset. It's a whole new Doctor, in a sense, and a whole new show. So I think potentially, like, intentionally or unintentionally, yeah. there was some closure of wrapping up. I was going to say, you know? which going back, I think, is what I like about the bi generation. I think it needed it because it yeah. full circle closes off what is now mm. going to be old who again. Yeah. And fully goes, not only is this a new face and a new body, this is an entirely other person. Yeah. We've closed it really off. really is a who dis. but it's really saying we've closed off everyone from 14 down all the trauma and that is done like shooty came out smiling and laughing and hugging the doctor and talking about all his biggest fights like nothing had happened and he was happy and he cared about his old self this one is healed this one's fine we're moving on but that's yeah. going to be an interesting thing then about where they can take the character because that's always like in the but new... But they did it with the first one. I know, but that's what I mean. In the new Who, like the, the 2005 He came series, in with the time war. Well, yeah, he came in with that trauma um, and, and the demons, I guess, that he was fighting about, you know, what happened in all of that. And so that's been driving a lot of the character arc and the character but development in the also... character. So it'll be interesting to see yeah. where it goes now with a Doctor that's not... But that's also what stopped Yaz and the Doctor because of all that trauma, and it actually got in the way of relationship. Shooty's not going to have that. Hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, Yeah. Sorry, um, but I didn't say my opinion on the Toymaker. Oh, yeah, sorry. (laughs) Um, So I thought the Toymaker was awesome. I was really angry with myself because I was trying to make time to watch the original Toymaker episodes yeah. first, and I just didn't get time to do it. I was, so, I was... so I will, um, yeah, I think I will go back and watch them and then re-watch this episode so I have a bit more context. I don't think I needed it, but I just, like, <laughs> I was disappointed with myself um, that I didn't get that done. Um, but I liked the chaos of him and Mm. I have um like I've said multiple times probably not on the podcast but I've said multiple times to you guys that um like Missy super annoys me how she changes accents all the time like particularly in her first few episodes I'm like can you just stop just stick with one it's really annoying when you pretend to be something else 
the toy maker was able to do that and not annoy me. Like, yeah. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was chaotic. I thought it was... Um, so over the top it, German. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love that. But yeah. I think his accents had a purpose. Each yeah, accent they had a did. purpose, and I think that's yeah. what was okay. Like about one it. of the accents I loved was his French accent while he was dancing in the street. Oh yeah, yeah. that was so good. Like I loved that scene. No one could have done the toy maker like Neil Patrick Harris no. did. Well, I was the, so glad. the producer said in the um, commentary that's why they cast because apparently Neil said at the end of, like, his first day of filming, like, this is, like, tough, you know, because, like, all of the card tricks and the marionettes, yeah. the marionettes and everything, yeah, like, he, he did actually did all of that, all of the card shuffling and everything. That was Yeah, all it was him. interesting. Like, they sort of implied that Neil Patrick Harris didn't think he had the skill to pull it off, pull all the stuff off, and everybody's like... Well, I think it was, I think it was more that, um, like, he walked onto set and they just said, right, you're doing this, this, and this. Um, and so I think it was more a thing of maybe he didn't get a chance to practice or rehearse it or, you know, stuff like yeah. that. Like Wasn't he just prepared. walked on straight into it. And then at the end of the day, they said, but that's why we cast you because we knew you could do this. Yeah. yeah. It's also like, it's not uncommon that Doctor Who casts big names, but it's not common either. And it's yeah. not yeah. common that they cast American big names. Yeah. So I think he walked onto it as well, kind of being well, like, oh my gosh. Other... And I think Shooty felt the same as well, though. Except he's not American. Yeah. Um. Can I just? Anyway, yeah, you were gonna uh, say about the toy maker, yeah. Jude. Uh, I completely forgot. Oh, uh, when I said that, I was you were disappointed that we. Were, I was yeah. Oh yeah, I was planning on doing that as well, just because I love the, some of the old episodes, especially Sylvester McCoy's era. Yeah. yeah. And I have watched some of the first Doctors one, and I was planning on watching the singular Toymaker episode that he has. Yeah. And I was going to watch that, and then I just forgot about it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I there was a few episodes I would have liked to have watched, and I didn't even know, you know, obviously my memory of young Doctor Who is very sporadic, and that's why I keep saying, you know, I really should go back and watch bits of it. Um, because I only remember little bits from my childhood, but I didn't even know Mel like at yeah, all. I like yeah. I was like, who is that? I'm pretty but sure. then when I realised it was Bonnie Langford, I was like, oh, I remember that name. Yeah, wasn't Mel a companion of Sylvester? She was the eighties. Yeah. Yeah, like she was before Ace. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I thought that was yeah, that was cool. Well, I think that's probably just about enough time for this week. Um, I think we still have a lot more to discuss about the giggles, so we might put a pause in it for now and we'll pick it up next week and we'll talk about the rest of our thoughts about the show. So thank you for joining us this week. Tune in next week where we will continue our conversations about the final 60th anniversary special, The Giggle. Uh, so stay oot, everyone, for this week and we will catch you Ooh. next week.